Hey guys, welcome back to the happiest hour on earth. It's been a week since we were in the park. We're filming this on a Tuesday. So a week yeah. ago today, we were on our, our last, last day, day so of our sad. three day long trip. So we're, we've got all the feels tonight. We're, we're uh, gonna be talking about our trip. Um, it's gonna be kind of a recap, but also talking about how we did Disney as first time parents in the park. So we're gonna give you guys all our tips and tricks, what worked, what didn't, and hopefully it helps you out when if you're planning your trips. If not, hope you enjoy anyways. So let's get started. All right, so something super exciting happened on our last trip. We finally got to go into Lamplight Lounge. Um, finally. We've made some drinks from there before, even though we haven't been in. And we just, I don't know, I feel like normally we don't really do sit down at Disney, but we were so grateful to have had a chance to go to Lamplight Lounge, finally. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and it was so amazing. Yeah, you got the... I finally got to yeah. try the open ocean with a splash, which yes. we made on our show. And it was like a favorite of mine. And I must say, like, it was pretty spot on. I tried it yeah. there and I was like, this is how it tasted. So if you're missing the open ocean with a splash, uh, check out our reel yeah. and make it at home. It's super easy. It's a good one. Super it's good. Super refreshing. I yeah. love that drink. Oh, and Pretty I finally delicious. tried yeah. the lobster nachos, which I've always heard about at Lamplight Lounge. Well, yeah. they were Cove Bar first, and now they're at Lamplight Lounge, and everybody always raved about them. So that's what I got for my meal, and they were bomb. And I've never had lobster in my life. Super weird. I'm not a seafood guy, but I did try it. I was mm -hmm. like, this is the only, you know. First time we're at Lamplight Lounge, I, mean, I gotta try to. it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was so good. It was um, a good choice. Those were delicious. And then he also got Ratatouille. Yes, I know. We watched the movie. We watched Ratatouille uh, a few days before our trip. And I was like, I've never had Ratatouille. And I was going to go with a standard burger. I feel like that's my always my go-to. Uh, but I saw Ratatouille on the menu and I was like, let's go. It was beautiful. Shot. It was really, really tasty. I don't like um a lot of vegetables that were in there like i normally don't eat those but in that dish it was really really tasty mm -hmm. i i really enjoyed myself and i'm so glad i got that yeah rather than a burger that i could have gotten anywhere else so yeah uh, but for my drink i had the scream canister which Wait, is what we just made yes he just made technically we haven't tried it here yet yeah. but since we did try it over there i'm curious to see how this recreation uh fares to the yeah. to the it was pretty good in the it park was. you liked it i was i don't a remember huge if fan. i even tried it i don't think i did i think you did maybe not i mean it's it's i mean how can you not love pineapple orange juice yeah rum? anything with like, those is bound to be good that's oh true. my gosh let's, let's do it, it let's try mm. oh my gosh Ooh. yep you yeah. done good. Mm -hmm. That is good. That is really good. I mean, it kind of tastes, it kind of reminds me of the tiki 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 mm -hmm. rum at, um, bit, yeah. at Trader Sam's. Um, but yeah, that is really, really good. Hopefully we had to, um, one serving of this did not fill the cup. So we actually did two servings. So hopefully we'll he get through this episode. Okay. double the alcohol that I get tonight because we were technically planning to split up this drink into two cups. And apparently our cups are a lot bigger than the cups at Lamplight Lounge. So yeah. it filled up just one. Yeah. 
So hopefully we still make sense uh, as the he, night goes on. Hopefully he makes. You sense. still have a little bit more than the serving suggestions. But so not we'll as see. Much we'll as see. You do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll see how that goes. We'll but see. it's a really good drink. It is. It is. I'm. I'm proud of myself. And it's then really tonight, good. yeah, we. I mean, we didn't make a Disney snack. It has been a while since yeah. we made a Disney snack, but one of our favorite snacks that we made and we did get it back in the park again was the um, the cozy cone. Mac, mac and cheese, cheese cone that we actually made a while back and so you could find a reel of that so um good. but we we're just feeling mac and cheese something quick so we got these mac and cheese balls from trader joe's i feel like <laughs> for snacks from now on we're just gonna be like trying new snacks at trader joe's yeah yeah, yeah. this is the disney drink and the trader, like, trader joe's, joe's snack. yeah snacks. <laughs> seriously we'll make we're some disney but when snack. it's not disney it's definitely just it's trader probably joe's. gonna be like a random thing from trader joe's that yeah. we found that's okay. the happiest Joe's on earth. We can't be mad and fusion. Those are really good. So, our first trip back mm. to Disneyland in such a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, what, I mean, what stood out? I mean, to me, it felt just, I mean, other than taking our son, it felt pretty much the same, except for, you know, masks inside and on rides. Mm -hmm. Um, it was crowded. It was pretty crowded, even though we went Sunday through Tuesday. Um, but other than that, I felt like, like everything was was the yeah, same, which is great. Same. I think there's just like a backup of people in the parks right now because of how long it was closed. Everyone had mm -hmm. to replan trips. And so I think it's just going to be crowded for a really long time. So it was definitely more crowded than we expected it to be. Yeah. Even on those random like Monday and Tuesday that we were there mm -hmm. with some long lines for rides yeah but, but it was so it was still so, so nice to be back and to go back walk in go down main street i mean it was the magic that we i just fell at home yeah, yeah it was it was so good so i mean what stood out like everything Anything, yeah <laughs> just being there in general of yeah. course it was different with a baby it was mm -hmm. our first time going with our child we'd yeah. gone like i've mentioned before we've been with my nephew and nieces before yeah but we didn't really have like the worry of caring for them the whole entire day you know exactly so we definitely had a different experience with our son but it was so magical seeing everything through his eyes that's yeah that's all i can really say it's like you know he's really little so it, some of it doesn't make sense to him he doesn't understand all of it but it was just like Seeing the characters and the castle and like balloons yeah. in the air, like just random things that I yeah. wouldn't even normally like think about. He was like pointing everything out and it was all just so like new and special for him. Yeah, it could be very intimidating, I think, going for the first time with a child. But, you know, us who have been every single year um, ever since we started dating and just kind of knowing what to expect. I mean, we love it. We we have our favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. We just go and do them and do them. And sometimes I think we can, I guess, not really take for granted a lot of the, the magic there because we, we enjoy it and appreciate it all the time. But seeing it through a child's eyes, especially your own child's eyes, um, is a very magical experience in and of itself. I mean, it is And just so noticing cool. things that you wouldn't normally. That's yeah. what I thought about was just in the eyes of a little one-year-old just like as i watched him just noticing all the things that he 
found interesting and like amazing you know yeah. it was just so so special it was and experiencing a lot of things that we probably would i mean honestly on our trips where it's just me and M, like we usually hit our favorite rides up and a lot of times we're not riding it's a small world a lot of times mm -hmm. we're not riding um casey jr or whatever it is and so kind of being forced to go on those rides makes you appreciate something that you would probably haven't really paid much attention to before. And so mm -hmm. um, I know it, everyone's always like, oh, it's a small world, whatever. I loved seeing it through our child's eyes and I have mm -hmm. so, such a greater appreciation for that ride because of it. So a lot of things I think you just appreciate even more when you go with a child. And so yeah. that was really, really great. That was my favorite memory yeah since we're on that topic of it's a small world um we had taken on taken our son on quite a few rides by the time we finally went on it's a small world um but by the end of i think it was our second day there mm -hmm. we were like okay let's go on it's a small world that's something he you know might like yeah and this ride was my grandma's favorite ride she's since passed away she passed last year but she loved disneyland and she loved it's a small world it was her favorite mm. so for that reason that ride is special to me even though i don't typically go on it a lot but i always like associate it with her in my mind so i was like okay we're gonna ride this for for mama that, that was my my grandma's nickname but uh so we brought our son on it and even though the other rides he had been on he like barely had reactions to he kind of mm. just sat there and looked at everything you know the entire ride of it's a small world he was like clapping and dancing, dancing and yeah. pointing at everything like he couldn't stop it was so fun for him like yeah. the song and seeing all the little characters and stuff it was and awesome it was the most special thing on our whole trip like i was bawling yeah. i was crying I hadn't cried really up until that moment, but I was like waterworks that entire ride. It was it so, was, so special. It was really great. Yeah. yeah. It was a special moment. So it. that was my favorite moment of the whole trip for sure. There was, there was some good moments, but that was the best. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Um, so should we get into some tips? I know that a lot of people, I feel like 2020 had a big boom of uh, children. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just feel yeah. like I kept hearing so many people have kids so hopefully this episode can be of use to you if you have a child and are planning to go to disney or maybe you're just listening and you don't have a child yet but maybe these these tips will help you um, still come in the in future handy. so we went on sunday we went with my sister and her husband um and that was really nice because they kind of shared the responsibility of watching our son while we were able to do some rides so mm -hmm. i would suggest um going with people if you can mm -hmm. because and then you're able to ride a lot of those rides together which is very very nice mm -hmm. um the last two days that we were there we were just by ourselves so as we go through the this list we will bring up what to do when there are people watching your child and also what to do if you are by yourself. So, mm -hmm. um, but did you want to kick us off with, with hotel? Yeah. I think that's a very important that thing is, that's to start to with. To start yeah. out. Yeah. When you're like booking your trip and you want to know where to stay. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. So the hotel that we stayed in this time, we've stayed in many hotels during our like Disney journey, uh, up till now, but we decided mm -hmm. that for this trip, we wanted to stay somewhere close 
we did not want to pay the prices of the Disneyland Hotel or the Grand California, which would be the closest probably. But we did stay in a hotel like basically right across the street from the entrance to Disneyland. So super nice. Yeah, we really, really wanted to stay close in case we needed to just like run back for stuff. So it was really nice. I definitely think it was a good idea for us. We didn't go back to the hotel as much as we had thought we might Mm -hmm. uh, like throughout the day. We kind of thought maybe we would like take him back there for some naps to like rest and stuff. But for us, at least ended up working out to just like stay in the park and like let him nap in his stroller a lot of the time. Um, I think only one day we actually went yeah. back to the hotel. The last day it was a hundred degrees. And yeah. Like, Maybe it was we a hot, hot day on our okay. last day there. So we did take a break at some point because we were all just done with the heat at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, the distant, like the proximity to the park was awesome. So nice. It was super, super nice. Staying Not worrying cold. about like, you know, I think. I think for a family, especially if you're going with people, an Airbnb would be very nice, but there's not a lot of Airbnbs that are very close. So if you're at the park and your child's about to have a nap time, you know, either driving back to an Airbnb or catching an Uber and going back to the Airbnb might be a little bit stressful. Mm -hmm. So staying close for us really worked because what we knew how long it would take to get back to our hotel. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, he's probably going to need to go to sleep pretty soon. Let's just walk back over it. Very, very nice. So if you're planning on going back often, probably skip the Airbnb and just stay in a hotel. Yeah. The there's other lots thing- of options. There's tons. They're not like within Disneyland, but there's tons of hotels with like along Harbor yeah. the street that Disneyland is on. So just look at your options. Yeah. The other thing you have to take into consideration, though, which we definitely didn't take we didn't into consideration until uh, our the first night, night we there. arrived. Yeah, the night we arrived. Um, if you want to be close, that is great. But take into consideration that on the weekends, there are going to be fireworks around nine o'clock at night. So if your child doesn't go to sleep until after that time, you're in the clear. Probably not a worry. Or you could just go during the week when there's not fireworks. Um, for the majority of the year, they usually don't uh, during mm-hmm. the week. But that's definitely something to think about. Our son did not wake up the second time. You know, yeah. he was. He was. And in. you know, the first time that they were going off for us was like the night that we arrived, and he wasn't even asleep yet because it was just a night of chaos trying to get like, <laughs> like driving down there, getting all of our like stuff sorted out trying getting to dinner eat, trying, like uh, trying to get him down for bed and his pack and play and everything was a process so yeah. he didn't go to bed till late that night so he was awake for the fireworks anyways we kind of like watched them out of our window actually which was kind of cool yeah but the second time that it happened which i think was the following night he actually slept through them but it is extremely extremely loud so if you don't Pretty want your low. kid to wake up from the fireworks, just realize that anything like super close is going to be loud for your kid. Oh, yeah. We have a sound machine that we've used with our kid since he was like a month old or two months old or yeah. something. Maybe since he was born. I don't yeah. know. But it definitely like blocked out a lot of the sound, which I think helped him stay asleep. Not to mention he was just like exhausted. Out. So yeah. for us, it was OK, but just just realize the fireworks are very loud. If you're staying close by, yeah, be prepared for that. <laughs> for sure, for sure. 
Um, next up on our list is going to be rides. One of the most important things uh, to think about because you also want to have a good time uh, while your child has a good time as well. So like I said earlier, try to go with people. Um, this is very nice because yeah. they could go on the rides. Like let's say you're going with family, right? They could wait in the lines and then they could tell the cast member, hey, we need some parent passes um, or rider switch. Mm -hmm. It's called. Um, and they'll just give you these tickets that will go straight into your Disneyland app. And once your family has done the ride, then you could pretty much walk straight on um, straight onto the ride with the rider switch. And that way your parent, your, your family is just watching your child for um, a short time. You go on the ride, you get to experience it, and then you're done. Mm -hmm. um, so rider switch is something definitely you need to um, to use while you're in the we parks. We use it a lot. If you are not going with people, what we like to do is, let's say our son was napping. Um, a lot of rides have single rider lines. So... Um, what you would do is you would the one parent would go on a single rider line, go in pretty quick, but also get that parent pass as well. Um, and then the second parent would use the parent pass. Um, and we were able to do that quite a bit. Like once he went to, to sleep um, and napped, then we would just single rider, grab parent pass, and the next person would go and he would still be asleep. And we were able to do some big rides. It that was way. awesome. Now, one thing that might be coming out pretty soon is the Genie Plus app. Um, this will be the only way to get fast passes um, once Genie Plus is available. It's a bummer. I love fast passes so much, but currently fast passes aren't being offered. Um, yeah. But once Genie Plus is, you will have to pay for them, but that might be very beneficial if you do have kids. Um, so just take that into consideration. Unless you're just there by yourself, like we said, then you could just, for most rides, single rider and then grab the parent pass and go. But if you are there with family, they could get a, a fast pass for a certain ride, go on the ride very quick while they get their parent pass, and then you could go on immediately after. So that's something definitely to uh, take into consideration. So, okay, moving on from the Genie Plus, um, the other thing that we found to be very helpful, if you're taking your kid on rides. Yeah. They generally are not a fan of sitting in line. Most kids. Who is? I yeah, know. I mean, none of yeah. us like it, but kids are not as good at like holding in their disdain for it. Like they're <laughs> probably going to have like a meltdown at some point in a line. Yeah. Ours definitely did. It was not fun, but <laughs> you just got to deal with it. Um, but it's a good idea, I would say, to definitely provide like some snacks, some toys, like games, whatever, like depending on your kid's age range, there's stuff that you can do to entertain them, keep them kind of happy during the waits in line because yeah. they're inevitably going to have to wait in some lines and you want to prevent them from getting upset if you can, you know, it's probably going to happen at some point, but definitely keep them hydrated, especially if it's a hot day. We, we had some kind of hot days when we were there yeah. water snacks entertainment great ideas for yeah for those lines lines are tough with the babies really yeah. tough i mean we we did okay i would say but there was a few moments he definitely was not happy about it but anyways moving on um we would also say 
that we have some sleep tips that mm -hmm. could come in handy. Yeah. I mean, you know, depending on your kid's age, that could, you know, it could vary. These sleep tips may not apply to you. So our for context, our son is a little over one years old. So yeah. he's 14 he'll be, months. He'll be 14 yeah. months soon. So he's just over a year. So, mm -hmm. you know, naps are very important for him. So yeah. we're like, I wouldn't say I have him on like a strict schedule of sleep, but I definitely like to make sure that he gets his naps when he needs them. Disneyland is a very stimulating, exhausting place for a little kid, especially mm. that age that's yeah. never experienced it before and whose like everyday lifestyle is nothing like that. So I wanted to make sure that he got the rest he needed to not just be like completely exhausted, overtired, you know, during the trip. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that we could get him naps throughout the day. Didn't know if it was going to be solely in his stroller or if we were going to end up needing to go back to the hotel. Mm. Most of it ended up being in a stroller. He was tired enough, thankfully, to just nap in there. We did bring his little speaker with his sound machine that he's always slept to since he was a baby, like a tiny baby. Yeah. Um, that really helped. JBL clip. Um, mm -hmm. We thought that was super helpful on our trip just because it's small, compact, wireless. Um, yeah. And you could just like clip it onto your stroller. which is Yeah. Cool. Super helpful. So we just used that with his iPod that has his vacuum sound. sound. It, yeah. <laughs> like he loves the sound of a vacuum going. It really relaxes him. So yeah. we brought that with us. And hearing that sound helps him to just kind of tune everything else out yeah. and nap when he needs to. So our trick was that and like giving him his little Mickey stuffed animal yeah. and the stuffed animal was key. Actually, I didn't, I didn't realize because he doesn't typically slip sleep at home with stuffed animals, but we had gotten him a Mickey during the trip, like a, you know, a plush. And I was like, maybe I'll just want to like hold it while he sleeps. So every time I gave it to him, he just like snuggled up with it and fell asleep. So yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. And that was important. Both of those things. And also um, just kind of finding the quiet where you can. I mean, it's yeah. kind of hard to do even when you find a quiet spot. Sometimes people are loud. Yeah. But if you can kind of maneuver yourself away from the crowd, find something where there's not a lot going on. That was really helpful for us. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of places. Yeah. Some random we, spots yeah. that you probably wouldn't even think about. But the first day we brought him to kind of the area next to Matterhorn kind of near where like the popcorn I think mm -hmm. um station is but it's right at that fork of fork in the road where you could either take a right to Alice or sorry a right to small world mm -hmm. or a left to Alice there's a little place underneath like the inlet. monorail kind of goes in yeah there's a little place that's right near like under the monorail tracks which the monorail wasn't going at that time and it was very, very quiet. And he just fell asleep really quick. He was um, really tired during that, <laughs> on that and, first day. And it was very, um, he, he had, had a, a little bit nap. of Autopia cars going by, um, but that did not wake him up. Um, there was another place in Disneyland too. So right near, um, oh, in yeah. Fantasyland, mm -hmm. in Fantasyland, kind of near Small World, but actually at the Fantasyland Theater. Um, it's kind of a... 
mellow area just especially the because the theater that. isn't running yeah. right now so There's no mickey and the magical map um we went over there for a nap and it was great the one thing you have to think about though is small world every like 15 minutes will do its thing the clock will go off and then also you're by the trains yeah. um so that might wake them up if they are not using a sound machine with the sound machine he actually did pretty good mm -hmm. there were some um stupid kids who yeah. were some hoodlums came in yeah. and were just being loud like for no reason at all and woke them up from they were nap. like like destroying the garbage can very loudly yeah and there I was, was like, no reason for it but he was just like playing with the garbage and letting it close really loud and my kid woke up so of course of course his nap was cut short that day yeah but, but it seemed like a good area yeah that area yeah. in general is pretty like out of the hustle and bustle of things so it's yeah. i would say a pretty good spot to go if you want to de-stimulate your child for a little nap yeah and as we're just thinking about more that's mainly the places that he slept in disneyland now things off the top of my head we haven't used these but i think they could do really well um if it's at a random time underneath hungry bear that like lower level maybe all the way off in a corner could be very good it's shaded right um and during times where they're not selling food there's not going to be a lot of people there so that might be a good spot mm -hmm. along any trails in star wars land i feel like there's long trails where not a lot's happening that could also be a good uh place um somewhere just that's away from the crowds mm -hmm. um everywhere else is pretty busy you know what maybe the uh frontierland to Fantasyland. there's some mm -hmm. good spots there I that could be that really too. quiet but we did not and get you know, to try yeah we didn't get to try it but think about yourself as well you want to find something where yes. you can also take a little rest while your child is you want a bench resting. yeah if you can find somewhere that has a bench and is shaded and is like comfortable for everyone that's where it's at that's the yeah that's prime spot. because i have to say it was even more exhausting than it used to be doing days in Disney. Yeah. With a kid now. It's very we survived tiring, pretty. So. I mean, the first we two days it. though, we didn't even go back to the hotel. Yeah, so it was good. I mean, it was tiring, but we did it. And uh I think that three days was a good amount for yes. us. Because we were able to kind of spread things out while also getting, you know, yeah. everything done that we wanted to. So for sure. Yeah. It was fun. But also in California Adventure, yeah. real quick, there was a few other spots that we thought we'd mention if you want some quiet nap spots for your yes. kid. Um, we had him nap in uh, Grizzly Peak Airfield. There's a spot where there's some restrooms, kind of sort of by where Ariel's Undersea Adventure is, mm -hmm. like, more, like between there and Grizzly Peak. So it's just kind of a quiet, shady area. Yeah. Um, Right I think Grizzly Peak in general is just yeah. Grizzly Peak in general, presence, if you can find yeah. anything in that area, it's just very peaceful. So I definitely was planning his nap times around being in that area. So yeah. that was a good spot. I think he had a nice, good long nap there. He did. And there, yeah. you know, sometimes there's stuff going on that's loud, but if they're tired enough, they're just gonna sleep through it. So yeah, these are just our ideas and where we went. Yeah. Also along the spot that you found, um, there's kind of like this walkway that we didn't like ever, ever seen really before. Used, I've never yeah. walked through there, but coming out of those restrooms where we were, rather than taking that path that everyone goes like along where the river rapids are, going the opposite direction. 
underneath the lift of the river rapids yeah so you know that big like first where lift it starts going up going around that direction there's like this beautiful peaceful yeah. area where there's like a waterfall and just like random there's nothing really happening on. there um the one thing though is that there is no i don't i don't remember any benches there so you might have to sit you know, on the ground, I but it is a, sure. it is a lot um, quieter mm -hmm. um, in that area. But also another good spot that we thought was going to be good, but our, our son just didn't sleep there, even though I think it's the most relaxing place in California Adventure. Yeah. The Grand Californian, um, either in that lobby, if people aren't being too loud um, or just any other area within that vicinity, I think would work pretty well. I think your son was just like kind of over it at the time and didn't want to go to sleep. So, yeah, but I think that would be a pretty good spot. Um, there's a lot of, it's a little more darker. It's a little more shaded and, um, yeah, well, which is nice. It's nice and dim. Yeah. Lighting, dim lighting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice and cool inside. For sure. He thought it was going to be a great spot, but he was just not having it at the time, but yeah, give that a shot. Yeah. Um, next up bathroom tips. So bathrooms, I don't know if your kid is like, ours but he does not like being changed and no. i didn't want emily to have to um solo in a very busy woman's bathroom on the changing table um and so i just went into the women's restroom with her no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> no so there are one of the best tips that we found and that worked so perfectly for us is there are companion restrooms mm -hmm. in almost every land which is so great because i we we just all went in i mean it's just a private bathroom for family so emily me uh and and our son chance we just went in there um, it's just peaceful and quiet because you're the only ones in there and you're able to just change him by yourself without people running in and out of the bathrooms. I think there was and only people in one of them like one time. One time. They're usually pretty Out of pretty all the open, times yeah. that we found a companion restroom, they were like always open. It was so nice. Yeah. And it was awesome for us because we just got to like regroup for a regroup, second. Yeah. Like you know, change the diaper, maybe change, like do a change of clothes, whatever. Yeah. And those bathrooms were the best. Yeah. Awesome during our trip. So we used quite a few of these, not all of them, but we thought we'd just kind of go through where a lot of these companion restrooms are in case you are going to be utilizing them. So in Disneyland, um, along main street, the first aid building has one Adventureland. There's one just to the left of the tiki room. We did use this one. If like if you're going into the tiki room, it's it's like in that area right where the room is, mm -hmm. and it's just to the left. In Star Wars Land, there is one I guess where like the main hub of restrooms is. I don't think we use that one. Yeah, no. Um, but that's there also in Fantasyland near the theater where he took his nap that that was one that we used and then uh in tomorrowland between the launch bay and autopia area there's one i don't think we yeah, used that one we didn't use that one yeah um in california adventure on buena vista street first aid building again similar to main street cars land there's one in flows v8 cafe i heard that this one gets a little bit 
packed and busy all the people eating breakfast i guess and need to go to the bathrooms mm-hmm. uh that's a, a busy one there uh pacific wharf near the Ghirardelli building uh, there's one marvel near web slingers um grizzly peak that is the bathroom um near little mermaid and the shops um we did use that one as well i think there's one also in pixar pier right when you come out of um midway mania i think there are companion restrooms there too um i didn't see that on the list we looked at but um but yeah there's a lot of companion restrooms you're never too far from one if you need to find one ask a cast member and they'll point you directly to one super nice way better than trying to struggle on the regular bathrooms yeah yeah we use those a lot they're really really helpful so after the restroom situation let's talk about food a little bit um our son is one he eats pretty much anything at this point if you have babies you're gonna need to think about other food scenarios for them but uh Food in general in Disneyland, most places offer kid foods. You know, you're going to find the standard like mac and cheese, cheeseburger, like chicken tenders, that kind of stuff at most of the restaurants and like quick service places. Um, So our son had a lot of that. But we did bring, you know, some snacks for him, the the kind of stuff that he has at home because, you know, we wanted him to you know, be comfortable and, you know, his tummy did not get too upset being unused to the things that he doesn't have all the time. So he did have some of his own snacks, but they do provide also, you know, some like fruit pouches and fruits like, you know, oranges. He had some oranges and stuff with his meals. Um, So that was nice. But, you know, if you prefer to just bring in meals for your child, that's totally fine too. I mean, they don't like prevent you from bringing in meals. So if you want to keep your kid on their healthier stuff or whatever (laughs) stuff that you prefer to give them, just bring in your own food. Yeah, for sure. Um, And on that, you know, bringing in food, um, just a couple of things to bring in the park that we thought was very beneficial. Um, As Em said, they're, you know, depending on your child's age, you're either going to want to bring the stuff or not, you know, you just have to, to kind of alter, um, these things depending on, you know, how old they are. Um, but things that we really thought were great. Um, we had a stroller fan, which was great for the hot days, but our baby kept putting his, his fingers in them. So maybe it wasn't a good idea. Maybe not, not the greatest idea. It was supposed to be helpful. With like barely any, room but their fingers are so their tiny fingers are tiny yeah it's... he was determined to put his fingers in there and every time he did it he started crying he and cried like, and then it, you're that's the thing with babies you're like why don't do you keep, keep doing going it but yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but he kept doing it so we just ended up not using the so fan. maybe you could get a shoulder fan that's maybe like super out of the way for them mm-hmm. so their little arms can't go to it but, but then is it even gonna reach them <laughs> yeah I know. maybe not yeah so, so maybe don't maybe it. don't do that Disneyland does have these like mist slash fan things that Mm -hmm. we saw after we got there. And we already had this little stroller fan that we had bought. Um, I thought that they were kind of like ridiculously expensive and not worth it to buy at the point that we realized. (laughs) It was like the last day. And I was like, I was like, I'm not going to spend it was like $25 or something for just this little like spray thing. So we didn't do it. But if you're desperate, they have those there. Otherwise, 
Maybe get something like that, but like from Amazon or Target or something. Yeah. I'm sure they have similar things for much cheaper. For sure. Yeah. Um, one thing that we heard about, uh, which kind of worked a little bit, um, was a bottle holder. It like straps to the stroller um, so that like, you know, they could drink their water. But if they're prone to throwing it, like they attached to the stroller. But then he figured out how to um, unhook it. So yeah, like, that didn't work. Velcro. While these first two are like a... Or like, does should yeah, be yeah. helpful, but our baby is, is yeah, like ours. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Sound machine clip. Um, very a, important. A clip speaker for the sound machine. Very important if you do use that. Uh, snacks, toys, hand wipes. Hand wipes definitely. Yeah. They touch everything, and you're like, I don't know yeah. what the who knows what where that's and been. Who has been touching this? They'll when... touch anything in Disneyland. Yeah. So hand wipes on things gross. can't really wipe their mouths out, but yeah. yeah. And change your clothes. We're just good. Yeah. I changed his clothes once or twice because I feel like the temperature in the day changed a little bit. So I just thought yeah. it was a good idea to have a spare change of clothes, maybe a sweatshirt. If it gets cold at night, it's good to just have things on hand. Yeah. Maybe they spill something gross on their clothes and you just want to change them out of it. Yeah. It's just always a good idea to be prepared, you know? So you, if you are staying far away, you don't have to be like, well... You're stuck in this all day. Like. Yeah. And then Avi, diapers, Lots all that good diapers. stuff. Don't forget the diapers. Diapers, wipes. The we, wipes. We have like yeah. a diaper pad yeah. that we laid down so that they weren't laying directly on like the yeah. like fold out thing. I have to say, different type of Disney trip. You got to like, it's not like, let's just rough it out. I have my phone. I have my, my charger. I have like yeah. my clothes. You won't have to bring a lot more stuff. The uh, the line to get in with the uh, security will take a little Definitely bit longer. Takes longer. But don't let that deter you. Disneyland with a baby. So awesome. And so great. Having a stroller can be stressful, but it's also nice because yeah, it's you like put everything storage in there. for everything. So it's so great. Like cup yeah. holder, you got the entire like storage compartment. Oh, it's perfect. Down below, like oh Heck yeah. And on that topic, I know this should have been mentioned in the sleep part of it mm. but we also have like on our stroller which is the mockingbird oh, yeah. uh great stroller but it has this feature where you can like tip it to different levels like back yeah. um and it's really nice if they want to take a nap super great to just like have them laying down because yeah. his head kept going like this when he was sleeping so i would just tilt him and it was super comfy was so yeah. if you have a stroller that does that it does come in handy at disneyland it does yeah so so we can we wrapping this thing up. Do you want to do you want to take it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say just more than anything, be flexible for your child's first time at Disneyland. Don't think you're going to go in there and do what you normally do. It's just not going to be that way. Yeah. You can, you know, maneuver and adjust where you want to and where you're able to logistically. But it is going to be different. You're going to be dealing with a child who is temperamental and there's external factors that come into play in Disneyland mm -hmm. that are going to affect your child's mood and um, just make it a different experience. So yeah. be prepared for that. Oh, one other thing meant to mention this before as well, but we brought our son into the art of animation. Oh, or yes. Animation Academy. I can't remember which of those yeah. it's called. You, you guys know what you know, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's that right. That beautiful, dark building with the... Boulevard. 
Um, yeah. Hollywoodland. Why Hollywoodland. am I blanking Hollywoodland. on everything? Hollywoodland. Right yeah. Hollywoodland. By off the, page, off the page. Off the page. Yeah. Um. There's that room of just like Disney music and art and, and AC. scenes and AC <laughs> going up on you know on the screens all the time. And we brought our son in there, and he loved it. Not as much of like a rest spot. Necessary. I mean, I guess it could it's be. Like a re- it was like a, a little be. break, but it wasn't like a sleep spot. Yeah. Yeah. But I've always loved going in there for like yeah. a breather. Like it's good for adults and kids. If you just want to go like sit down on those couches that they have in the middle of the room and just like be cooled off and listen to Disney and watch Disney on the walls yeah. <laughs> on the screens. It's great. It's a great place to go. And our son loved it in there. He was like running around and just like pointing at everything the whole time. Yeah. Such a good spot to hang out. So I wish awesome. we would have gone in there more times, but sometimes it's just inconvenient to get to it when you're somewhere else, but yeah. great spot to hang out. So. Another spot that was really nice too. If your kid is, uh, you know, one to two or, you know, that kind of, Age. I mean, even even older than I that. I would say the um, any age. Yeah, it, of a I kid. think it's called the Redwood Creek Trail. Um, it's like the Doug and Russell, um, it's like a huge wilderness park. explorer trail or whatever. Um, it's nice because it's like only really families over there, and there's just like a, it's like the biggest playground you'll ever think of, and it yeah. was just really fun. He loved it. Just kind of a break from the standing in lines, going on rides. You know, all that kind of thing. So yeah. um, if they're of that age and they would appreciate it, I think that was something very nice uh, to go to to break up the day. Yeah, um, definitely. My yeah. son loved it there. We hung out there for a little bit and it was another thing that we wouldn't normally do. Yeah. But found an appreciation for it and we'll probably go back lots more times with our son because it's yeah. just a good little like place for him to run around and like do some stuff for himself. It's kind of hard in Disneyland and California adventure to let him run around because there's just people everywhere. He's always getting in someone's way and then he doesn't always enjoy being in a stroller. So I feel like that was a good spot to just kind of let him go. Yeah. Obviously like follow him around cause it can be dangerous there too, but it was just a good spot to bring him for sure. It was. Yeah. And so I think in conclusion, know that it's going to be a different type of trip. But just have fun and just mm-hmm. know that a lot of the stressful stressful moments, you're not going to remember. You know, as, as time goes on, there's been a lot of stressful moments, you know, raising a child in our lives. And we just usually don't remember those. You know, there's a, the highlights stick out far greater than the stressful mm-hmm. moments. So even though the trip might definitely be stressful, stressful and different moments. and all that stuff, down the line, you're going to remember those amazing moments. So just shove all that stuff aside, experience uh, their first Disneyland trip and just and just soak it all up because it really is amazing. It really is. Yeah, it's different, but it's magical for new reasons. It's yes. like, you know, like our last night in the park, we were like, what's something that we can all do together that's new for all of us, yeah. like that we haven't done and he hasn't done. So we decided that we're going to make a tradition out of riding the Mark Twain riverboat. Yeah. To end our, our trip. As our yeah. end of the trip, like wrap up. And so we did that for the first time on this trip and it was so fun and special. Our son was very tired and not in the best mood at this point. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, he was, he was walking around, he was screaming, he was crying. I was like, 
Why well, everyone's yeah, gonna hate us, but <laughs> hey, it was a magical time. So. It was still magical and it was a first time thing, so it was really fun anyways. So just find the magic in the moments that you can and the rest of it just try to forget about, you know, because it's, yeah. it's temporary. The the magic is what stays, you know, the exactly. stress is always there. But you, you just want to remember the fun stuff the most. So for sure, for hopefully sure. this helped you guys in some way. Um, we probably have more stuff that we even could have talked about. If you have questions, yeah. you can DM us on Instagram and we'll respond um, with the best advice we can. And yeah, hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening again. Um, I know today when this episode is coming out, we're uh, going to be listing whoever won the giveaway. So that's super yeah. exciting. Thank you guys for all your support and your and your subs and your listens and everything. It really means a lot. You guys are amazing. And we will catch you guys next week when we have some more fun topics to talk about. We'll see you guys then. We'll see you next time, you guys. Bye. Have a good weekend.